Hi, welcome to episode 17 of the Connect2 podcast. My name is Jeff Cullen. And I'm Mark Hughes. Hey, Mark. Hey, Jeff. How are you doing? I'm good. Excellent. Yeah, I'm living the dream, man. <laughs> got that positivity going. Got that positivity going. Well over leverage. Yes. It's been a, it's an interesting place we live in and interesting times. Yes. But I am fascinated uh, by our topic today. Yes. Because... We haven't, uh, we were printing photos for a long time and then we stopped. So you're going to tell us about why you should be printing your photos. Yes. I'm looking forward to that. That's, that's today's topic. So, um, so while we're on it, uh, so I updated the Facebook page. Oh, good. The Facebook page has got a whole bunch of links that are referenced. And, um, so actually it's kind of fun. I go through and I just add all kinds of links and, uh, so usually you see them just prior to the the, the podcast taping drop. or the release. Yeah. yeah, good. So if you're new to the channel, rate, review, and subscribe. Absolutely. You can always use more subscribers. Yes, and send us mail at uh, theconnect2podcast.com. Yeah, and uh, uh, did we get any mail this week? Well, uh, not really, but kind not of. Really, we got an of? ad from Google AdWords. Well, that's still uh, wanting that's us still. to spend some money, and. Uh, <laughs> You know, given the response to the mail, maybe we should consider that. We'll, yeah. we'll have to give it some thought. So, <laughs> so what are two things you learned this week? Two things I learned this week. Well, one is kind of silly, but I just found out yesterday that the word news actually means something. It's it's an anagram. Really? Yeah, oh, it you're stands kidding. for uh, notable events, weather, and sports. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Which then became news. So Excellent. it's not supposed to include editorializing or political agendas, but... Uh, well, yeah. that fits in quite so, well with what we do, which that's we're, right. we're so trying to avoid notable anything events, negative, even though... Weather and sports. Yes. <laughs> so there you go. So that's one thing I learned. What else What else did I learn? I don't know. Uh, I'm reading a fascinating book on, on quantum mechanics in, <laughs> and... and uh, and organic, you know, energy fields. So that's interesting. It is very interesting. So I haven't really concluded anything yet, but it's a very interesting idea. Okay. Excellent. We we may actually be more complex than we think. So. Wow. I learned two things. Uh, Also in the uh, astrophysics category again. Well, and uh, the first one kind of similar to your Boots Void thing. Oh, yeah. From a couple of podcasts ago. Right. Apparently, there are disappearing stars. I heard about this. So there's a, there's a, there is basically a, um, there's about 80 stars that have disappeared. So the U S Naval observatory, uh, originally mapped out a whole bunch of the sky right. a long time ago yep. uh, to try and, uh, use it for, for telemetry and yeah, and navigational navigation. purposes. Yeah. So they are the, um, the people who have done the most related to that. Okay. Anyway, so there has been basically a an attempt to go and remap stars and compare, and they right. discovered there were some missing ones. I heard about this. And so they've uh, gone through about, uh, you know, a portion <laughs> of the sky. They found about 12,000 candidates who may have been missing, and they've actually used this crowdsourcing wow. um, process to uh, to actually 
get people to look at the original Starfield and then the new Starfield, and so you can and, actually and go try to see the difference. And try and see the difference, and then you identify if it is or if it isn't. And through that process, they've discovered that there's about eighty of them that have actually disappeared, and they have no idea. No idea. Although they did talk about the, uh, you had that name for that st that con construct that could. Oh, a Dyson sphere. Yes. Right. So there, that is a that is apparently one of the possibilities. One of the possibilities. So these are not stars that went supernova. No, nope, they've just disappeared. disappeared. Like and they were there. And yeah, and there's gone. There, there are some of them that have, may have <laughs> Nova. Amazing. Nova, but right. it's too many for them all to have been. Sure. Is there a pattern of their locations where it looks like? I don't know. I it wow. didn't. The 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 the, uh, the article that I saw was didn't really go into well i went into depth but didn't go into that part of it so well, i'm glad you you know what i'm glad you brought that up i wasn't going to say anything but on tuesday last week i saw a uap a uap which is the new word for ufo okay i'm not kidding i was walking the dog and uh that's not code for something is it? no i was walking walking our dog and within minutes i looked up and uh i think it was tuesday or wednesday it was pretty clear sky not even cloud, but just some mist. And I, I was looking at one star. You know, we live in a city, so you don't see that many stars, right? Right. And I saw what looked like a star, but it was moving. And I was like, well, wow, cool. And I thought maybe it's a satellite, although it was a bit unusual just given how few stars I could see. You know, usually you see satellites if you're way out. And no sound. And uh, so I was watching this thing. It was moving at a pretty good clip. I thought, well, maybe it's the space station that could be possible because apparently you could see that too sometimes and it moves pretty fast and the dog kind of pulled so i i literally took my eyes off this thing for like not even a second just like and it was gone like <laughs> like it you know it was moving and i thought well where the hell did it go and so i waited for probably like 10 minutes i stood there thinking well maybe that little bit of cloud you know dip behind or mm -hmm. nothing and then a helicopter came by and Clearly, I could hear that. It looked different. And you could hear it. So I was just like, holy smokes. That was weird. But I didn't see it blink out or shoot off. So I don't know what happened to it. It was just like literally one there, a second, and then gone. Was Interesting. Like, yeah. Well, apparently, there's so, a whole bunch know? of stuff related to UAPs yeah. uh, recently declassified by That's right. US. It's the second one I've seen in my life. So. There you go. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, well, um, so what was the, the second thing you learned? Second thing is really interesting. So we have uh, red stars. Okay. Like red dwarfs and red giants yep. and blue stars. Mm hmm. We have white stars. Yep. There are no green stars. And Ooh. it is theoretically impossible to have green stars. Why is that? Well, it's actually a function of there's this curve that determines the color output of your star okay it's related to Planck's constant right and it's a very specific curve so it basically depending on how hot how hot the star is right it's because the main source of light is black body emissivity from the photosphere anyway so the, the real reason why there are it's impossible to get a green star uh -huh. is because Light is broadly made up into three bands. So there's blue at one end, right? Visible light, red at the other, yep, and then green in the middle. 
Okay. Okay. Now, uh, um, so what ends up happening is if you have a cool star, mm -hmm. uh, it uh, turns turns blue. Can't get that star to do anything. Too and cool. Because basically, so it pull, pushes this curve all the way okay. over to one side. Right. So you get a lot of blue, a little bit of green, yeah. and a very little red. Got it. Okay, so blue is predominant. If so, green is in the middle. This is important. Feature. Okay. So if you have a hot star, um, it goes the other way. So you get more. Um, you get Reds. a little bit of blue, yeah. a little more green, and then you get a lot of red. Okay. But if you have one that actually is centered on the green, so because it kind of peaks, there's this peak to this curve. Okay. Right. So if you get a temperature that's right on where the green is, the mm -hmm. problem is is that you get about the same amount of blue and red and green. And because colors are additive, so light is an additive thing, if you right. put blue, green, and red together, you get white. Oh, and so, so you get a white star. So you get a white star. So our, our sun is a considered a white star. White star. So, right. yeah. So, Interesting. And, and it, you know, I saw uh, the theoretical proof as to why it is impossible to to uh green to get star. a green star so it's interesting because you have all these other colors but you do not have green how do we know those 80 stars were not green though <laughs> <laughs> maybe why they're impossible it's a conspiracy theory perfect wonderful okay so today we're talking about uh why you should print photos and there's why actually you should print your photos there is a bunch of different reasons i mean right. if you think about it in the digital age so digital photography only really started in around 2000 2001 Yep. Although the digital camera predates that, that was when the first commercially available right. uh, yeah. digital camera, I think it was an icon, came out. Yep. You know who invented digital photography? Kodak. Yeah. Yeah. You know why they didn't go with it? Because they thought it would uh, eat into their film. That and and photographic paper. So speaking of of printing your photos, that was a big part of their business too, right? Yeah. Well, now, now they're trying to sell Bitcoin for whatever. Wow. So anyhow. Okay. So. Early 2000s, so yeah, that's the first where, ca cameras come in, you know, really get adopted fairly quickly. and Really, really yeah. fast, like remarkably fast. And yeah. the technology is quite different. But fundamentally, uh, where, it, where uh, film photography differs from digital photography is that um, the production of film, mm -hmm. so you use film and then you get a roll and, and, and then from that you would make prints. It's really the only way in which you can see the digital, the image. Right. Sorry, not the digital image, yeah. the image. Sure. But it also is your storage medium. So you right. have, you have prints and you have film there. That's also your storage medium. Sure. With digital, there is no physical storage medium. Right. And that becomes a huge problem. I think there's going to be this dark ages which is when the original adoption of digital technology came in because nobody printed and didn't really do a very good job storing their images. Sure. So there's going to be the whole, I mean, and there's a whole lot of digital images out there and maybe nobody wants to see all of that, but <laughs> a nice curated collection is always good. But so, so, so there's, so, so there's, there's a couple of problems. So, uh, the, the new technology doesn't really provide a storage medium. Now, 
there's been some recent advances with like Apple, um, like their iCloud, um, where they sure. basically back up your photos. Right. Google does the same thing. Yeah. And it, Google and, and Apple both make an attempt to try and uh, refresh you that, hey, here's this cool thing that happened 10 years ago or whatever, right? Yeah. Um. So so that's good for that those dig- digital images. And, but basically having a physical copy allows you to reminisce, to connect with other generations, to talk about family members and all, all that kind of stuff. So having a physical. So so it's like a, a tangible, uh, tangible tangible artifact that, right that, of, yes uh, that, that triggers memories and, sure and we really noticed this was significant with uh, my wife's father so my father-in-law yeah and he was in the early stages of dementia we mm. we produced a memory book so we just printed all kinds of photos that were relevant to him it didn't really matter how good a quality those images were right but having this memory book was super important, allowed him to connect with other family members. Right, right. And uh, even though we had Alzheimer's, um, he, he Alzheimer's doesn't really affect the long-term memory until much later in the process. So I've heard, yeah. But it's more of the working memory becomes a real issue. So he could remember all kinds of stories related to these images. Sure. And, um, and, and, and just, you know, sometimes we spend so much time focused on the here and now and <laughs> yeah. our latest Instagram and Facebook updates. So we don't really focus on sort of the memories, uh, mm-hmm. the, the people that were important to us that have passed. And absolutely, uh, like, or maybe even ourselves at a, at a previous time, right? Yeah. Well, you I mean, see yourself and you're like, holy smokes, what the hell happened to me? Yeah. <laughs> it was so thin. <laughs> Well, well, and going one step further with, um, I, I mean, I, I mentioned I had, um, a new, uh, a video from our wedding and it was really weird cause okay, I'm old. So the wedding is from a long time ago, right. but, uh, it was like watching a whole bunch of ghosts because there were a lot of people who aren't with us anymore sure. who were in that video. Yeah. And, um, so it made me think about, uh, looking at some of these older photos and, yeah. uh, and and it's just harder with in the digital age because there's so many photos you produce so many of them yeah for a while we my wife was really diligent and every year she'd send off to costco and we get like eight boxes of pictures right right and uh, but it's huge amount of work because you go through the the camera roll yeah and it's like oh we took 60 photos of this thing and really we only need to print three but which three right so it becomes very very labor intensive well Um, and but but i think there's been some real advances with uh both google and apple in terms of some of their ai to to try and help help you with that curation process sure identify who is in the photos and uh, right just trying to uh to collect them together yeah i think you're right though (laughs) i think uh there's going to be this whole time gap where people because i know even us we have you know memory cards and we have uh (coughs) printed dvds that all have these photos on them and you know we're not really clear what the like what the life longevity of some of that physical medium will be well Uh, mind you i mean paper stuff can also get damaged but i think there's going to just be 
it's not so bad if you burn it on DVD, but people who just have it like on their old camera somewhere, like a lot of that's just going to go poof. There's right? a lot of people. And, 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 you know, um, when I, when I was working as a fire investigator, one of the key things that most families would deal with when they were having a fire, the first thing they would try and grab was the fo- family photo album. And that's uh, right. Leave the so- cat, grab the photos. <laughs> I hate that cat. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Pickles. <laughs> it's very funny. Um, yeah, no, it's classic, right? You grab the photos. So now you, you, so now you just grab, grab your laptop. Hard drive or, yeah. And, and, so. uh, the, you know, I don't know. They're yeah. just, uh, and, you know, most people don't practice the three, two, one of, of backing up. You're supposed to have three oh, copies sure. of every photo. Right. And, um, at least two physical copies. Uh, and one off-site. So, oh, is that right? Uh, yeah, oh, okay. three copies. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, two separate places and one of them off-site. Right. So wow. that's three, two, one. Yeah, I don't think too many people are doing that. No. So. Well, I mean, that's the advantage of uh, of uh, a lot of these services from uh, Google and iPhone. Yeah, uh, the, the cloud. The but cloud again, is, is basically creating a second copy right. somewhere else that... and. And in fact, it's not obvious, but in fact, those services actually have multiple copies. So even yes. though Google has, it appears that there's only one right. copy. Yeah, they, they actually, have backup, they have servers backup and systems. So. I guess the question then, you know, becomes who owns that photo and right? So there's a lot of digital rights issues. If you want to dip into the conspiracy theory stuff, like... <laughs> <laughs> you know, is there going to be a day where Apple goes, Oh, you'd like pictures from your kid's uh, 11th birthday. That'll be $42 to retrieve, please. Or, well, it's interesting right? because, um, you know, it's easy to upload. Um, and even if you do get like a cloud based service that actually does backups of whatever documents are important to you, like different, uh, is, I'm, uh, separate from Google photos and uh, from Apple photos. Yeah. If, um, suppose you just want to, you said you had a hard drive and you want to upload it somewhere and, you know, data storage is not particularly inexpensive, usually has monthly charges. Right. And, um, like Amazon web services, uh, definitely provides a ton of that storage, um, both for private, private services yeah. as well as corporate can, stuff. Can, yeah. Yeah. But it's expensive. Sure. And it's slow. So it's not hard to upload you just upload it and then it's gone but if you want to get it back yeah yeah so some of them especially with corporate ones you actually have to have to request it and then it, it pulls back but it might take 24 hours before you actually get the file okay back. well 24 hours is, is not bad it's all not things bad but considered it's, it's not like accessing your hard drive right. right it's not like instantaneous it's there why can't i just get it yeah. now it's because it kind of buries <laughs> and they actually call it uh, i think the service from amazon web service is called glacier because it's really kind of it's big and yeah. slow it doesn't, doesn't well you know it's so funny because like uh so I still like comic books and mm-hmm. I've been buying Star Trek comic books. Oh, I was thinking Archie, no? Uh, no, my kids are big into Archie, but Star Trek comic books digitally. And I had a couple 200 comic books on this iPad app. And one day they said, hey, the, the app's been upgraded. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, boom, boom. As so I restore purchases, like everything's gone. And I'm like, what? what's going on? So I actually phoned these people, New York City. 
And they're like, yeah, you know, our, our whole internet provider went just black on us. So we like, everybody's lost all their stuff. Really? Yeah. Now they still own the rights. So I actually had to go in and with Apple, um, like iTunes, cause I pay through iTunes. Yeah. I had to go and pull all of the perch records and put that into a spreadsheet and send it to these guys. And I have yet, they have yet to restore my purchases. I have to actually follow up. But you know, you think about like your music collection or like there's so much of that stuff that we have access to, which is really just kind of like sort of based on a promise, right? Like if, if somebody goes out of business, like poof, there goes your thousands of dollars of, uh, now I guess it's different with the streaming services and maybe that's one way to uh, guard against that, but you can't stream your own photos or stuff like that. No, and it's the same thing as that uh, businesses are here today. I mean, how many people invested all their effort into MySpace? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Or, uh, or AIM, right? Which is the, the, uh. AOL online messenger, right? And I mean, there's all these, these services that are all just, they're just gone. Yep. And, uh, at the time people thought, wow, this is going to be great. Yeah. I've had that. I've used a few apps like, uh, probably even Google, Google abandons apps. Yeah. Like an astonishing There's a thing called Bento, which was a, like a cheap ERP, right? Like you could, your contact manager, uh, project management, and I used that for about a year and a half, put everything in there. And then one day they stopped supporting it and then poof, just gone. It turns out, oh, they were bought out by this competitor and they decided to just deprecate it, get rid of everything. Right. Yeah, so exactly. yeah, it's always this double-edged sword of you want to be innovating, but at the same time, it's like, Hey, where'd all that stuff go? Well, and, uh, and too bad. the final point I wanted to make associated with printing is that, um, Never before have we been able to print with the amount of detail, resolution, and control uh, in archival ways that we can now. Like the printing technology is astonishing. It's readily available and accessible to many. And um, yet we print less than we've ever done. So do you have recommendations then? Like, so if you wanted to print, somebody wants to print out a bunch of their family photos do they go through a costco or do they go to a specialist or do they invest in their own photographic printer like what what's your recommendation there well there's lots of services that will do them um i would do it with one of the online services like there's there's a number of them like photobook and blurb and shutterfly so it's okay. really i what i would do is i would figure none out, of whom are sponsors by the way we're, no we're not sponsored <laughs> by anyone yet <laughs> But, uh, but, uh, yeah, I would use one of those online services. Okay. A lot of them make it pretty easy to, to develop Costco. Yeah. Costco is changing. So especially with their photo services, they're in the process of closing a lot of their photo services. Are they stuff. really? Okay. Yeah, I know the, that. Well, they, they used, used to be able to, it was one of the few places you could still get film done. Right. I and think, I think shoppers drug mart now is, uh, or, uh, London, London drugs, drugs. London, London drugs. drugs still yeah. does it. Um, but a lot of those, you know, they're just, it's not as easy as it used to be. Right. Whereas these other online, and part of the reason is because these online services are just so much easier. You could just go in there and drop them. Sure. In. And both. Um, I mean, Apple used Apple, to do that too. I think Apple still does. Maybe not the same way that it did before. Because yeah, we'd order like these calendar 
photo calendars and you know it's all pretty straightforward so uh, i and google does i think google also does a similar service but i would i would stick with one of those more online specialized yeah well just because you can pick um you can pick what you want right and then um like in terms of the output mm. and then based on that that will determine how many photos you need and you can pick themes so be family members so i've done a bunch okay. of family books and those have been awesome because uh they're just they're great just to 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 go through and flip sure. through and remember what people look well like. you've convinced me mark i'm gonna leave here immediately and go print off ten thousand pictures <laughs> exactly <laughs> um so that's <coughs> i don't know why i'm coughing today um it's uh it's definitely not covid it's psychosomatic it is uh well it's just a dry throat so <laughs> um so what kind of media have you been consuming this last week have you been consuming any i've consumed a little bit um i don't know if i'd call this media it's not really media I've, but i've started something new my wife and i have been attending the november project for the last week and a half cool which it sounds is, like uh, the forever families project yeah no actually this is just it's a it's a workout thing so oh, really yeah so it's all over the world, at least all over North America. And um, Paulette had heard about this through some folks. It's it's dead simple. Basically, there's a group of people like in different cities and uh, you show up on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings at 6 a.m. And it was about, I, we've had like you lost 20. Me at 6 a.m. What's that? <laughs> you lost me yeah. at 6 a.m. And uh, somebody organizes like a workout. Uh, it could be like a circuit thing and, and, uh, but it's, it's been phenomenal. So, you know, people are friendly and, and it's just this real mixed crowd of some people are in amazing shape and then other people are like, my doctor told me I had to come here. Right. But everybody's super supportive. And so we, it's, I think we've gone four times now and I'm actually excited if you can imagine to go do stairs tomorrow at six in the morning. So it's, it's become uh, a form of media, but very interactive. So, so there's that. And um, and then I watched the Zack Snyder Justice League on the weekend. Oh, yes. Was it good? You know, it was. It's not as good as the Avengers. It is worlds better than the the theatrical release uh, nonsense. It's four hours long though, so it's it's a bit of a it's slog. <laughs> um, but overall, yeah, it was really good. Like it it filled in a lot of blanks and and just very kind of the same story. But it actually makes sense because they left like whole parts in that are like, oh, okay, that's what that's about. Whereas no, okay. the theatrical release, there's just stuff that was like. Didn't he originally want to do it in two parts? Where, yeah, exactly. So it actually comes on two Blu-rays. So um, you actually have the physical I media. bought it on Blu-ray, yeah. Oh, wow. And, um, What's a Blu-ray? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think uh, HBO Max got to pay for it. So yeah. mind you, I guess I paid for this too, yeah. but. Yeah. So it's 24 bucks at Walmart and, um, that's not bad. Yeah. So the kids want to see it now, but I was just, I needed some downtime and I don't I'm know just if like, I have a Blu-ray player this. that still works. So. Yeah. But so, anyway, yeah. anyways, so really quite enjoyable if you're, uh, still not as good as Marvel, but, but much better than the, uh, terrible, uh, uh, Joss Whedon 
version. Yeah. Yeah. Like no, uh, well, I like some no of, cheesy jokes in I this like, one. I like some of Josh Whedon's stuff, but, uh, well, Avengers, like he did the first two Avengers movie. And well, and really I like good, Firefly but, and yeah. Serenity and no, I, I think when you take a movie halfway produced by one director and then bring somebody else in to kind of, it makes you know, for kitch a, it up. You a, wind up with a goofy a middle of the ground, middle of the road garbage, right? Yeah, exactly. So, anyhow, yeah, that was my media. Oh, interesting. So, uh, well, so I have two interesting things that I've been consuming for media. So I, um, I have Apple Plus, and on that there is uh, there is basically they've just released the first two episodes of their TV series Foundation. Ah uh, yes, yeah, and uh, actually, I'm intrigued. Okay, it's, uh, it's really interesting. I have, I don't know any of the backstory. I think I always saw the books. I know lots of people who are huge fans of the book. I don't know the story. <laughs> I am intentionally trying to avoid it and just I won't just say anything. Enjoy though. the ride, yeah. and so far it's been really good. Yeah, um, well, good. We want to watch. Uh, we want to watch it with the kids. And the um, I have to say that the um, the quality, the production quality is is huge. So it looks amazing. And um, the other thing is, I can't remember who put me on to this. We are uh, watching this series. It's called Ragnarok, which has oh. got nothing to do with with the Marvel universe no, no. or, but Ragnarok is basically, it's the Norse, it's the Norse apocalypse. apocalypse. It's yeah. the end of times. Right. And uh, this is a Norwegian production. So it's, um, it's dubbed in English and uh, it's really interesting. Like uh, I don't know where it's going, but it's captured our, okay. our attention. And it's uh, about this uh, community uh, where where they're basically, uh, um, there are giants and giants are, are, uh, is, is a term used to refer to people that are evil or mean, not necessarily. Um, um, so it has a general term. So there are these frost giants Mm -hmm. and, uh, and Mm -hmm. there's a battle between them and, uh, the, the gods so uh so, so it, it is the story of of it kind of Midgard is and it is Mid-Middle related and, it's related to that yeah. but it is uh uh it is interesting because it is quite a different setting and different the story okay. is, is like really, is it set on earth or is it set yeah yeah no earth? it's entirely in this small community called Edda in Norway. Interesting. And um, the, basically it's uh, it's really interesting. Cool. So I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm captivated. Is, is that on Apple Plus as well? Or Apple TV? Uh, I think it's or on Apple. Netflix. It's a Netflix Netflix series. one. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll check that so, out. So uh, definitely, well, so far, I think we're three or four episodes in. So mm. definitely worth worthwhile. We're, we're watching it as a family. So it's pretty awesome. So That is cool. So that's it. So uh, yeah. next week, what is our topic? Oh my Jeff? god, I don't know. I haven't thought of one. I've what? Just been so busy. Um, yeah, I don't know. It'll be something business related. We haven't done a business thing for a while, so it'll be a business related thing. Yeah. We'll, uh, 
maybe about succession planning. Yeah, that's my new shtick. So Let's we'll do, do something succession off succession planning. planning. And if, uh, if you're still listening to our podcast today and uh, you are interested in animal rescues, um, we have, uh, I have a book coming out called right. Rescue, the Forever Families Project, um, and you can check it out on Indiegogo. Um, should be going for another, uh, 15 days or so. Okay. Yeah, uh, definitely. Campaign is actively. Yeah. Act- I've already bought four copies. So, yeah, uh, that's I've, awesome. done, I've done all I can. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. But, uh, they're going to make really neat. Uh, a Christmas gift. Well, our, our, we're one of the families, so that's it, what everybody's getting. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I told my kids the, the neat thing is eventually you'll get the book back because <laughs> you know it's going to be the kind of thing that someday we'll find when we're cleaning out somebody's house. I'm being somewhat morbid yet realistic here. Exactly. The kids were like, well, don't we get copies? And I was like, don't worry. Five, 10, 15 years you'll from now, get a copy. you'll get a copy. Exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so yeah, so and uh, so we'll talk about succession planning and yeah. its importance, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, that'll be interesting. That'll be an interesting topic. So awesome. Um, anyway, that's it for this week. Yep. Good to see you. Good to see you too. Thanks for listening, folks. And we'll see you next week. Yeah, and uh, keep that mail coming. <laughs> exactly. All right. Are you talking to Google? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> anyway. Take care. Thanks, Mark. Bye. Bye.